0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Luck-It-All podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com, photo, video, digital media production. Today we are discussing The Haunting of Bly Manor. It's an American supernatural horror drama web television series created by Mike Flanagan um, on Netflix. It's the Follow-up to Mike Flanagan's uh, Haunting of Hill House. It's kind of doing the same thing that uh, Ryan Murphy likes to do with American Horror Story, where they take uh, the same creators, basically the same directors, and most of the same writers, and the general the same cast, most of the same cast, and they put it in a new story that is not in any way really connected at all. Um, So this specific story is the follow-up of the haunting of hill house that was uh that aired on netflix as well i believe it was just last year um so this is loosely based on the uh the 1898 horror novella the turn of the screw by henry james it's the follow-up uh of the haunting of hill house like i said uh the second uh entry in what i guess is going to be called the haunting anthology series Many of the creative team, uh, you know, is coming from the previous Haunting of Hill House and just shifting right on over to this one. So with that in mind, I generally enjoyed Hill House without going into in-depth in in it. Um, You can go back on the uh, SoundCloud library to figure out exactly what we were uh, thinking about it and our full-on opinions of it. But overall, I enjoyed uh, Haunting of Hill House, and I really enjoyed Mike Flanagan's take on it. Now, Mike Flanagan has quite an interesting background. Like I said right here, it's uh, he's an American filmmaker, best known for, uh, let me see, Absentia, let me see, oh, I, just got, I just got to click on me, he, he has a lot of stuff, let's just see. Um, He's best known for Absentia 2011, Oculus 2013, Hush, Before I Wake, Ouija, Origin of Evil, All 2016. That dude has been fucking pumping out some stuff. Gerald's Game 2017, Doctor Sleep 2019. The dude freaking works hard. And let me tell you, the majority of the stuff, like I said, all of it, uh, I, I really enjoy the, the, the majority of the stuff that this guy is um, putting out especially, uh, Dr. Sleep was one of the most recent, um, pieces of media that I remember watching that he directed. And I was just very blown away by Dr. Sleep. So I was naturally looking forward to this specific, uh, not even just this specific, uh, follow up to the Hill House, but, um, but pretty much anything with Mike Flanagan's name on it. So naturally I want to see What's going on with uh the haunting of Bly? I, I, I it's called Bly Manor, but I keep calling it Blyth <laughs> Blyth Manor, and sorry to all the Blyth out there, but uh sorry, um it's, it's just it's just the first thing that comes to mind. When I, it's like oh the haunting of Blyth Manor. It's like uh instantly I'm not scared just by the name. <laughs> sorry, this is the name Blyth is not inherently. That's scary to me. (laughs) So sorry about that. To all the blights, like I said. Um, Let me see. Let me see. Get get this thing back. Um, So uh, the synopsis is of this specific nine episode uh, story tells the story of. Young governess hired by a man to look after his niece and nephew after, uh, niece and nephew at the family country house after they fall into his care, arriving at Bly Estate or Blythe Estate, um, she begins to see apparitions that proceed to haunt the premises. So. Basically, it's another haunted house story. I mean, if you want to just boil it down to that. Now, what made Hill House really tick? And let's just say it was the direction, the writing. It was the overall production and value of believing this family was being just haunted in uh, while they are living in this house. Now, I absolutely had my gripes in certain areas of Hill House, like it was nowhere near perfect in my opinion, but it was enjoyable. It was a haunting, enjoyable, uh, ride that had some, uh, emotional heart to it that I was not expecting. And that's the thing about, uh, horror series, especially done by Mike Flanagan. I feel like he doesn't go just for the horror, but he goes for such a, a raw visceral emotional element in his stories that feel that bring them to the forefront it makes his horror that much better than the majority of people that i I believe i see horror films and like uh, a lot of horror films are just horror for horror's sake and they'll just have like a small uh segue of oh yeah the, the horror film was an analogy for you know uh, uh, being healthy or abuse or domestic violence or something like that it's like yes normally the normally that's it's it's like a big metaphor kind of thing i feel like mike flanagan kind of goes the extra mile and gives a little bit more heart to his story now what i am seeing is i believe mike flanagan uh directed all of hill house did he completely direct all episodes let me go back and check real quick flanagan 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 directed yeah this dude and wrote a little there was a couple people that wrote on the other episodes with mike flanagan but he directed every episode so knowing that is this still going to hit as hard as his other stuff in my personal opinion i do not think this first episode is a great representation of what the series is going to be now i've seen up to a few episodes, but I'm only going to cover the first one so that we're not kind of jumping all back and forth and everything. This is mostly just first impressions, first takes, first hot takes on what we actually think of the haunting of Bly Manor. Um, of course, uh, I have, uh, of course, as, as it should be, as usual. It is not, of course, it's as usual. I have not read what this is based on, but. Uh, it says this is loosely based on it, so I'm not going to go too in-depth whether it is based on it or not. Um, I'm just going to have my opinions on the strict technicals of it. Do we like the acting? Do we like the story? Do we like the hook? Does it, does it? Is it interesting enough for us to come back for more? Now, I've already said it that I've already watched a few episodes into it, so it obviously has a hook. I think the hook is strictly having the haunted house, having these weird, uh, these twins that this nanny is having to look over in this strange place with strange things happening. I totally get that. I I get the appeal of why that's interesting. Um, I will, uh, let everyone know that Mike Flanagan does not direct and write all of these episodes it looks like james flanagan i wonder if that's the brother of mike i wonder if that's i i i feel some nepotism i my nepotism radar is going off so uh before you know i don't want to go too into the uh, the bees and uh, uh, the birds and the bees of this uh, uh specific season yet i want to just focus on the first one but overall um It's a slow burn. It's a 45 minute to 60 minute, 60 plus minute episodes. These are chonky episodes. Now the thing that I forget about Netflix is that sometimes they don't like to edit or they don't tell their, um, you know, these high class creators that they have to edit their projects to a strict degree. After watching the first couple episodes, not just the first one, like I said, I'm going to focus everything on the first one. But after watching the first one, first couple, I think this really needs uh, a a trim. Most of these episodes feel like they could be closer to 40 40 minutes and less less, uh, 60 minutes. Um, So yeah with you know with saying that looks like a million bucks they're clearly putting that netflix budget back into it i don't know if it looks as good as haunting as hill house to be honest it actually feels like they put the money into it but not quite as much as they did for hill house maybe bumped it down just a little bit same act actors and actresses uh victoria pedry as danny oliver uh jackson as cohen these are the same characters uh amil Amelia Eve as Jamie. That's one of the twins. The two twins are uh, Benjamin Evan Ainsworth as Miles and uh, Amelie Bay Smith as Flora. Um, I like the twins Um, right off the bat. They're, you know, kind of cute, charismatic. I can totally see why they were chosen for this uh, for these roles so far. I don't know if the stories really push them in a way that has made me endeared to them. Um, at least off this first episode, a um, lot of a lot of setup. Tiana Miller, I don't think I know her. Is, is I think she actually might be that the, the uh, house housekeeper, and Raul. Uh, Coley, is that correct? I know this is like a, he's a really big deal, and oh, he's a British actor. I thought he was Indian. Uh, or an Indian-British actor, if that's a thing, Uh, Dr. Ravi Shabarati in the television series I I Zombie. So, yeah, they have a pretty big um, extensive cast when it comes to bringing back the majority of the people. Like, we have Henry Thomas as uh, Henry uh, Wingrave. and uh, Oliver Jackson Cohen, like these are the f- all of the family members of the Haunting of Hill House, and they're all playing these different characters with different, like these uh, English accents. Some of the accents, and a little and not great in all the situations. We have Carlo Gugino who's opening up this episode, and I will say um i she's she's my crush I, I she's she can do no wrong i haven't seen uh gerald's game actually which i'm excited to see um because mike flanagan uh, kind of got put on the netflix map because of that because of that i believe besides hush um but yeah we have a, a list of individuals that are reoccurring that uh, i won't bore y'all to death with y'all will see them when they come on screen all right so we're going to talk about the first episode of <clears throat> of uh the haunting of blithe manor i know it's Bly manor but you know blithe um so this first episode um titled the great good place my goodness they uh they said it's about perfectly splendid about 20 billion times on a. Uh, Flora's part, it was like, okay, so I wonder where that came from. So, um, in Northern California, 2007, a woman attends a rehearsal dinner for a wedding. There she tells a story of an au pair, um, which is like a nanny that goes to, or a helper that goes to live live with a a host family um, from like a foreign country. Um, which dates back to 1987 in London. Danny Clayton is hired by Henry Wingrave to look after his niece and nephew in their manor, Bly Essex, I think. When Danny arrives at the manor with the cook, Owen, she meets the children, Flora and Miles, and the housekeeper, Hannah Gross. Flora warns Danny not to leave her room at night, but of course Danny ignores this. She finds many talisman's talismans spread through the manor, one being of the previous au pair, Rebecca Jezel, who allegedly killed herself. Hannah describes the talisman as a protection for Flora. When Danny stumbles on Rebecca's talisman one night, she is locked in flora's cupboard by miles in panics seeing a specter with glowing eyes she has seen repeatedly oh sorry she's seeing a specter with glowing eyes she has seen repeatedly danny is let out a few hours later with rebecca's talisman under flora's dresser as usual she notices muddy footsteps entering the manor and when she follows them outside she sees miles and flora staring at her in staring at her from their bedroom windows so the great good place golly jove! by god, he's god. god. <laughs> so um yes it's a very british show Ish, What do they not? They don't pronounce the T's or something like that. I don't know. I have a terrible accent. With I have a barely, barely an okay American accent, so let alone a British accent. I was like, oh, good golly gee ho. Oh, oh, pinky up and a golly good go to you, sir. So anyways, um, yeah, this first episode is what I call a slow burn first episode. It wasn't immediately like, God dang, I gotta see this thing, you know? Most of this was... Um, having this very interesting opening when it came down to the the slow the slow like de- like looking at all of these like uh, weird ass portraits that are blurred out and stuff like that and it's definitely it, it, it's leaning way more into the gothic romance part of this uh, series than I would say horror because, Honestly, I don't think I was scared most of the first episode. I mean, it's a little bit pins and needles, like I don't know what's gonna happen, you know. But like ultimately, it wasn't like this is that scary in a way that this is gonna really change my mind on many things. Uh, in a way that it's like I, you know, i gonna cuddle left to me. I'm scared, you know. You know it, it was it wasn't like that. I wanted it to be, you know, like. Ah, you know, I I wasn't getting the bass and the booze and the bees, I was getting the ah, you know, or the guy hiding in the corner or something like that. To me, what it felt like, even though we had really amazing, I, I wouldn't even say really amazing cinematography. I think it's just you know, it's it's really good cinematography. It's not blowing my mind. Uh, cinematographer I think was on here somewhere. Uh, James K- Knest or Ness, I don't know, and Maxime Andre, um, I just felt like all of the scares that I felt like we were getting the majority were pretty low budget, to be honest. Like, if they wanted to really curve the budget from that first season, um, I kind of feel like they did when it came down to the scares, at least in the fir- this first episode. I wasn't really that scared. I mean, and to be honest, I've seen down a few episodes, and without going into spoilers, I didn't, I wasn't, I've, I don't think I was scared for at least the first five episodes, and so, and me being a guy that mostly just likes the type of psychological horror, I like like The Vich, I like The Lighthouse, if you consider that horror, um, I those are both uh, Robert Aggers, but um, he's a good, yeah, good, good horror guy, I like um It it um the the more recent it not the it too but the remake it that came out within the last 10 years whoops um but anyways ultimately the haunting of Blythe Manor is just this first episode is not exactly a hook there's something that happens in the beginning of the second episode that I can't really go into depth yet because I don't really want to talk about it This is more or less the first episode and this is not based off seeing the entire series now I've only seen the first couple. I'm just kind of doing this one but with saying that the uh, First couple episodes not that scary pacing. It's chunky these these episodes are chunky and now each one of these episodes kind of focus on a segment or segments of specific characters and it's sort of a character study from each episode it's like all right we're going to follow the nanny in this episode all right we're going to follow the housekeeper all right we're going to follow the chef it's like all right we're going to find out about all these things that really are making these people tick why are you know why are they praying why are they like why do they like soup why do they care about their mother you know it's just like okay we're finding out the backstories of these people very interesting i just to me i felt like it was a tad bit predictable in a way. And it's just like, let's see a little bit more originality with what's going on. Let's bump up some of the scares. Generally what I find when I'm watching a lot of horror stuff is the problem is it's like, oh yeah, the thing that's scaring us has actually had a problem and he just wants to be returned back to the so-and-so. And it's like, that's what seems to happen a lot. I don't want that to be this and I I I kind of want to Gear in more about what's making these people tick because I I guess Seeing things that are haunting now in 2020 is such a different take When it comes to like what's actually scary as an adult and what's scary as in real life like there's things out there that are much scarier than or than than what's happening in the haunting of Bly Manor (laughs) Blythe so I I guess that's what it comes down to I feel like our sentiment for what's scary in the world now has just uh, unequivocally changed so much since this was produced and uh, directed Um, and given it doesn't have Mike Flanagan on every, every episode, I'm pretty sure I can feel it mostly from the direction. Mostly I feel like Mike Flanagan gave them a couple of, uh, notes. They're like, all right, we need some slow crossfades here. Make sure you don't cut it till here. We're going to stick with this character here. It feels like the direction of Mike Flanagan. It doesn't feel like, uh, an overall Mike Flanagan production though, like the first season did. And that's that like I said, that's that's my biggest uh, gripe with this first episode. I generally like the music. It's the Newton Brothers. I don't I don't know if I know what they're from. If They've done anything that I'm aware of. I guess they worked on uh, Oculus as well with him. Um. Oh no, they had they have a lot of shit. They they worked with Mike Flanagan on Oculus though. They didn't work with them on pretty much anything else though, I can tell. Huh. Well. Oh, there is. Oh, he did work. Oh, what am I talking about? These guys have been Mike Flanagan's guys. What am I talking about? Hush. Ouija, Origin of Evil. So they've been using a lot of the same people. Uh, Gerald's Game. Okay, yeah. So it's the same same. Bye, bye, man. old oh, Lord. So, yeah, they do a lot of other stuff. They did Doctor Sleep. Okay. So, yeah, I, I guess these guys are. They did ha- Haunting a Hill House. That's very interesting. All right. So that's why I like going kind of behind the scenes to this a lot of the same, uh, production crew and creative crew, but it's just not on the same par so far, at least for the first few episodes for me as the haunting of Hill house, haunting of Hill house just had this level of, uh, emotion and this, uh, the characters in there felt a little bit more rich and I cared about the characters. Like, I feel like I don't really care about these characters as much yet at least in this first episode and the following episodes kind of uh uh ingratiate you into the wind graves and you kind of understand who they are a little bit better but i really didn't feel like i i still even after a few episodes not not really feeling it yet so i'm going to push through i'm i'm already like six episodes in so i might as well finish it was there like three more episodes so um yeah i'll probably just do a roundup after that and then we'll um Call of a day. All right. Well, that's the haunting up Blythe Manor. Uh, the if you have any donations, uh, go to paypal.me slash at the Lucky uh, I don't even what the hell I just said. Have any donations? Go to um uh was it PayPal dot me slash the Lucky dog podcast for all donations. And then we have a. Uh, the entire library is on SoundCloud. Get the entire library of the Lucky Dog Podcast on SoundCloud before it goes private. I'm thinking about doing... Uh, what am I thinking about doing? I'm thinking about doing uh, Patreon, and we're going to have all of the uh, exclusive um, exclusive Lucky Dog podcast, podcast going straight to Patreon. And so We'll have the free feed on SoundCloud and other podcast providers, but then we'll have the Patreon as well. So, still thinking about it. Let me know what y'all think if I should do a Patreon or not. So, uh, yeah, comments, questions, concerns email, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, Instagram. You know what to do. Look it out, podcast. Yeah. 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 Blythe. Tateys. Blythe. <laughs> All right, let me see.